Welcome to the ALP, the Admissions Leadership Podcast, a series of one-on-one conversations with, well, it's just me this time. I'll return with a new episode soon, but given that today is May 1, I didn't want to let the day pass without notice. I know, I know, May 1, it used to be a big deal. Well, for many colleges at least, and for many college-bound students to be sure. Remember back in the before times when so many of us were worried what May 1 would mean after the DOJ challenged NACAC to a staring contest? And the DOJ won because it could keep its eyes open forever with the threat of endless litigation. Remember those days in the late fall and early winter when journalists and enrollment folks alike were prognosticating about what the Wild West would look like after May 1? Back when colleges were building plans to stave off poachers intent on enticing their students with the lure of lower bills and the promises of greener pastures and preferred parking spots. Back when this millennium was 19, well, life after May 1 seemed like it would be a really big deal. But now that the millennium is no longer a teenager, well, we've all discovered that it had other plans for us and that life after May 1 will be a really big deal just not for the reasons we had been fearing. Just seven weeks ago, most of us didn't know what it would be like to sit in back-to-back-to-back Zoom meetings, waiting for the appointment dealer to shuffle the deck at the top of each hour and present us with a new set of face cards staring out at us while we sit in the same seat in our comfy clothes and slightly relaxed personal hygiene, wondering where the last three hours have gone. Just seven weeks ago, I wouldn't have considered going in with a colleague on an Anthony Fauci coffee mug as a gift to our president at Lawrence to acknowledge with a wink and a wry smile that he has serious crisis management chops. Just seven weeks ago, I wouldn't have expected the good people at StriveScan to fill a very clear need by mounting day after day of much-needed college programming over the past couple of weeks to help the classes of 2021 and beyond start taking important steps towards colleges that they can't actually take physical steps on right now. But knowing what good people Dan and his colleagues at StriveScan are, I'm not surprised that they did. And no, they're not a sponsor. Just seven weeks ago, I wouldn't have expected my admissions colleagues at Lawrence to develop a virtual visit experience for prospective students that still manages to capture the student-centered, distinctively Lawrence approach they always bring to their work. But knowing what good and innovative people they are, I'm not surprised that they did. And I know that hundreds of you have done the same for your institutions. Just seven weeks ago, I didn't expect my daughter, a college-bound high school senior, to watch the final weeks of what was to be her magical final year and the way it has for so many students around the world. Not with the bang of a crowd, but with a whimper in isolation. Then again, just seven weeks ago, I didn't expect to have the joy of giving my 20-year-old son himself home from college a haircut, something I hadn't done in about a dozen years and honestly never expected to do again. And just seven weeks ago, few of us expected that we would be adding a new hat, that of a public health planner, to our hat racks that are already overstuffed with so many other hats, that of the administrator, the counselor, the teacher, the parent, the sibling, and the child. That was all like 1,100 Zoom meetings ago. But here we are on May 1, together, yet apart. 
For many of us, May 1 and the week leading up to it still triggers our muscle memory, ready to move quickly when we have to, ready to respond to those last-minute questions from students and colleagues because, you know, it's decision time. Part of me laments that all this adrenaline is quite literally the vestige of a bygone era. But another part of me is actually happy to let it go. Because I know that things will be different going forward, and in many ways, I think it can be better. But let's take this moment to pause and recognize what this day has meant and still means. It's a time to celebrate all the good work we have done to this point to help our students make good decisions. Even though those decisions may be tenuous, as we all try to plan optimistically for a fall while we're carrying suitcases that are filled with caution. It's work that will continue well beyond May 1, to be sure, just like it always has for so many of us. And now, for many more of us, it will be tiring work, to be sure. But we also need to remember that it's important work, necessary work, the kind of work that prepares the next generation of people who will be in an even better position to address global threats by developing and following sensible and clear policies around the economy, healthcare, government, the environment, you name it. And that's what keeps me going. About a year ago, I wrote a piece called, Why Do We Do This? In it, I encouraged us to embrace something I called the Blust Imperative. I named it for Roby Blust, who was my boss when I worked in the Marquette University Admissions Office back in the day. Roby is one of the kindest, smartest, and most thoughtful people I've ever worked with. And he would always remind us throughout the year that we needed to do three things. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of your institution. And one of the best ways you can do all three is to celebrate your work, even if that work is not yet done. Today, the admissions staff at Lawrence University, led by Beth Petrie, my guest a few episodes back on the Alp, will celebrate the work they have all done so far. Rituals like that are important. They help us stay together, even or especially when we must be apart. I hope you take time today and in the days to come to pause and celebrate your work, to take care of yourself and to take care of each other. And so, dear listener, I will close this brief episode in my usual fashion, but with a slight twist. May all your dreams come true. Well, at least the good ones. Thanks for listening. And now, more than ever, be well and do well.